Y'all know my friend Rod Cleef. I'm sure you remember him from episode 209. Just a few episodes back, 209. Rod Cleef dropped some serious bombs. If you haven't yet listened to that, go and listen to it. And if you want to meet him in person, if you want to meet me in person, I'll be speaking at that boot camp on May 17th, 18th, and 19th. Rod and I cannot wait to see you there. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Adam A. Adams, and always trying to to deliver the most amount of value on this podcast. Today's guest is Joseph Goslin, and Joseph and I are in this mastermind, and I'll tell you frankly, that I'm one of the lowest people in this mastermind. These guys are insane. I mean, thousands of doors, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars raised. Uh, All together, it's like, I think, $4 billion in assets. And Joseph has one of the most impressive multifamily portfolios. We're not going to talk about multifamily today. We're going to talk about something that he is uh, working on right now. I think it's a book, but it's all about the 401k scam. That's right. I said it. It's the scam of 401k. We will dive into that in a, in a little bit. But first, I want Joseph to tell us, how did he even get into real estate? What got him into real estate? Because he wasn't doing this since he was born. Joseph, take it away. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate that. It's an honor to be on the podcast. I really love it. And so I was born and raised in Israel. And when I got out of the school, you know, out of the military, everybody in Israel go to the military. And then out of school, uh, me and my wife rented a small one-bedroom apartment and we were getting uh, ready to get married and kids and, you know, just life. And uh, when we got married, we bought a condo, which was a four-bedroom condo, but it was huge. And it was just the two of us. And just luck had it that we um, read Rich Dad Poor Dad right around that time. So we said, okay, let's just rent it out and stay in our small one-bedroom apartment and see how it goes. And when we have kids and when we're ready, we'll just move into it. So that just kind of sound reasonable, and we did that. And suddenly, you know, things start to click because you pay the mortgage and you pay taxes and pay everything else, and there's still something left in your hand after that. And there's like, there's something into that real estate thing, right? So that's where the bug started. And then in 07, we relocated to the United States, kind of looked around, realized that it was probably one of the best markets in our lifetime to buy real estate. So uh, um, we went ahead and did that and we brought the money over from Israel and the rest is history. How many doors are you a part of today or have you been a part of? You might have sold some of them. What's What's the number there? So right now we are at a little bit over 500 units. Uh, That's where we are right now. Uh, We used to do singles and then 2015 kind of decided to graduate over to multifamily. And that's what we've been doing since. In the mastermind, you talked about perhaps making uh, a separate mastermind of of just people or maybe even a podcast. I think you were kind of toying with both of just operators. Okay, so there's a lot of people that have uh, an, an, an ownership in a few doors or maybe even a few thousand doors and their main role, which is I think the easiest role and that's what we teach. I do one-on-one coaching to help people to be able to raise equity. I think that's the easiest way to be a part of a deal. Um, There's less stressful, but you actually specifically 
have, uh, I think you're either starting a meetup or you're starting a, a podcast or you're starting a, uh, a mastermind around operators. Is that accurate? Yes, a podcast. Uh, we're recording the episodes right now. We are hoping to launch in the next few months. And I realized that there is a lot of podcasts and, and books out there that are talking about how to buy, how to raise equity, how to uh, get your first transaction um, on the go. But nobody teaches how to operate. And uh, that's really where I realized, okay, there's a need. Let me just, and I know, like you said, we're in a mastermind that owns over $4 billion of assets. Uh, so let's get the guys that are operators, that are guys that are in the trenches day in, day out to talk about what it is and what it means to be an operator and the dedication and sometimes sacrifice that it requires. It's not all glamorous uh, rainbows and lollipops uh, in the multifamily world. So that's really what I wanted to kind of bring to light through that podcast. Joseph, that's something that I'm passionate about as well. I want to help that happen. So I'm going to give you $1,000 of free advertising on my podcast. So the day that your podcast is about to drop, when you know, when you've recorded it, when you're about to drop, because I think that most people are missing that part. People say you make your money when you buy. That's not right. That's not even right for a fix and flip. If, if you, where you make your money is where you operate and execute the business plan appropriately. It's not where you buy, it's not where you sell. The middle part is the most important part. So when you have it ready, I want you to give me an ad. I'll, I'll do like an 85 second thing and I will sponsor you guys on my podcast. I'd be grateful to be able to do that. That's right. a very generous offer. I really appreciate that. And I agree with you. I do believe you, you make your money when you buy, but I say that you lose your money in operations. Oh yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, that is a, that is a fantastic way to say it. And I've always, I've always thought like you can have a really good operator uh, with a really bad property and the operator will probably make it work. Or you can have a really bad operator with the best property in the whole world and I promise they will lose money. They will find a way to make that really good property lose money. So what you're doing is important and I would be grateful to bring a few more people to listening to your podcast when it's up and running. All right, so what we're really talking about today is the 401k scam. So man, this is something that it's like a buzzword. It's like, wait, 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 wait. A lot of the listeners have hundreds of thousands of dollars each in their 401k right now and it's in uh, Wall Street and as we're recording, they probably just lost all of their earnings for an entire year. They probably just lost all of their earnings for an entire year. So why don't you take it from there? What's the 401k scam and why are you focused on it? Yeah, so I've spent about 17 years in corporate environment. And what I've noticed is that any correlation between how the company is doing and how the stock is doing is absolutely random. The company could be doing great and making sales, but a rumor came in and the stock would plunge. And, and the other way around. So I lost all trust in, in the stock market. But then when I started doing multifamily and I started talking with people around me and I've been in IT, so I talked to IT professionals and my business partner is a uh, dentist. So we talked to a lot of medical professionals and a lot of people have money in the 401k environment. But what they don't realize is that the 401k was designed as a way for corporate America to, it's a double whammy. A, they got away from the pensions. 
because they were losing money on pensions. And they got the, all that money out and handed it over to Wall Street. So now the, the person in the middle is kind of like, wait a second, so I don't have a pension and I have this thing called 401k. What do I do with it? Nobody talks about how to do it, what to do, when to do. And then all the money is in the hands of Wall Street, which is not very great as we just talked about. So there are options, alternative options out there for people. And my really uh, um, main concern for America really is that the first generations retiring with 401k started retiring in the last three, four or five years. And all these guys, and you can look up researches and you can look up articles online. You will see that everybody is starting to panic because they see that nest egg starting to shrink. You take that. And you compound that with the fact that 55% of Americans have less than $10,000 in their retirement account. And we're going to have a major financial crisis in about 15 to 20 years. So I took that uh, task or, or um, I don't know, fighting windmills, if you want, uh, to try to wake up the people and tell them, look, that 401k is not the holy grail. It's not what you're going to generate enough income in retirement you better wake up right now and take actions because otherwise it will be too late. I did some separate research and it took me a couple of days to do this. And, and I know this almost sounds ridiculous even to say because how I say it, but just, just get ready. Um, I spent a long time and effort focusing on what's going on with the stock market and with all, and this was the biggest part of this was to find out exactly how much do, how much do Americans have in savings? How much do Americans make? How much are they used to making? How likely are their jobs going to stay around? And, um, and how much is in their 401k currently? And where I look at all of the um, baby boomers and the baby boomers are just starting to just starting today as we record is basically the time that they're starting to take their money out of the retirement account. The next level is the generation X and they make the most out of almost they make more than any other uh, group and actually probably more than all of the others combined. And they have less than $100 in their banks and they have less than 100000 in their stock market. They are making a lot of money right now. And uh, they are probably counting on that money. And then we keep looking at generation uh, whatever, the, the, whoever I am, the Millennial. generations, millennials. All right. And we are the most likely to be, um, to be entrepreneurs. And um, so what's happening right now is do entrepreneurs invest in the stock market? No, they don't have their 401ks. And so what's going on right now is you're seeing all, uh, this older generation start taking money out. You're seeing this newest generation not put money in and you're seeing this middle generation not have even a hundred bucks in their bank account. And uh, what I'm uh, looking at when you, when you look at every single thing is within 20 years, and I know this is a big span, within 20 years, Wall Street's going to be completely crushed. And a lot of that goes with uh, people trying to invest in crypto. A lot of that goes into the uh, new, uh, because syndication is not that uh, old. It's, it really just started and it's starting to blow up and get in front of more and more people. So I agree with you 100%. Just 
doing the same research but separate research from you, I cannot see the 401ks working out for too many people. It's insane. Yeah, so just a few more points to kind of consider, right? Uh, modern medicine has evolved so much in the last few years that not only it extends the longevity of, of everybody, it also brings people when they are in their 50s and 60s, they're still young and vibrant and they want to do stuff. They don't want to, you know, stay at home. I'm retired. I don't want to do anything. They want to go out on cruises. They want to travel. They want to go see the grandkids. Uh, they, they want to buy Christmas gifts for the grandkids, right? So not only that we're looking on at your generation, the millennials, not only that you guys are not investing, but you're also not going to benefit from the historical transfer of wealth that used to happen because the parent generation, the baby boomers, are spending a lot more than the previous generations did. So that's going to get compounded. Uh, um, people are not paying attention to what is in their 401ks, even when they do have a 401k. Um, I know there is a lot of uh, immigrants that are in this age group right now. And when I came to the United States, I was told that there's something called 401k. I never heard about this concept before. And I didn't even know what it is. Somebody from HR just told me, yeah, just put 6%. We'll match three. It'll be okay. Like, okay. Right. Um, so there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of lack of education. There's a lot of lack of trust in, in like Wall Street, like you mentioned. So th there's a lot of factors that really get to the point where if the 401k is your entire plan for, for retirement, you're going to be in trouble. And I know people will get up and scream social security, right? But as of 2016, social security went belly up. Starting 2016, social security is spending more than it brings in. And what it means is the government is not going to tell you, oh yeah, I can't pay you social security. They're going to start printing money. So social security, in my opinion, in the next few years is going to be a driver for inflation. Now, that money that you do have in your nest egg is going to be worth a lot less. Oh, uh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. But uh, assets that you have that can appreciate, let's say an apartment building, uh, assets that you have in your portfolio that can appreciate uh, will jump up faster during inflation. And so those other monies uh, that are not like secured by some, something like real estate that it's appreciating, it'll stay the same, but it'll be worth less. And so this is very interesting what we're talking about today. I want you to have one more point on, on what's going on with, um, with alternative assets before we jump into the final five. Yeah. So obviously I'm biased towards, uh, um, uh, multifamily, but almost all other real estate assets are going to be a strong alternative. Um, in my book, I, I kind of outline all the, the alternatives, including you having your own portfolio of stocks, including crypto, including uh, annuities and so on. And I try to be objective about uh, the benefits, the pluses and the minuses of each one of those alternatives. And really, like you said, in an inflation environment, real estate is booming because that mortgage that you have to pay, which is a fixed rate, right, is going to basically become nothing and you start gaining equity in your property. So um, real estate obviously is the lead factor, but I do outline the other options out there in the market.
Awesome. Is that book ready today? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, we're still working on, um, I'm about two thirds through it. Um, I got to finish the last third and then some editing, but hopefully it will come out towards the second half of this year. Holler at me. Would be happy to bring you back on the podcast, talk a little bit more about the book when, it, when it's coming out. Um, if there's anything we can do, that sounds awesome. And it sounds like the type of book that I want to buy a dozen copies and give it to a few friends that I, I know uh, would probably benefit from moving some of their money from uh, regular assets to alternative assets, which um, I don't know why they call it alternative assets. It seems like it's really the better asset. All right. So let's move into the final five. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. I've met so many of the podcast listeners at some of our events and my friend Rod Cleef, who you heard on episode 209. Again, that's 209. If you haven't yet heard it, you got to go back, go check it out. Anyway, he's coming to Denver. I live in Denver. He's flying here to Denver. We have hundreds and hundreds of people going to be at this real estate boot camp. He's having me on stage. I'll be sharing my nuggets of wisdom and I hope that you would like to come. There is one week left, one week left for the 25% off discount. Man, this works, man and woman. This works for every single ticket level. This works for every level of ticket. So if you wanna get the highest level of ticket and save hundreds and hundreds of dollars, you can. It's 25% off. Go to the show notes and click on that link. It's rodsbootcamp.com. Click on that link from the show notes and then use my name, Adam Adams no space and all in all in caps to get 25% off my friend Joseph Gaslin what is the most creative deal you've ever done I think my first multifamily property would probably be considered one of those uh, when I was looking for it it was uh, not easy it's one of the hardest industries to get into right it's a it's a big boys industry and a lot of the brokers out there are old school and they will not talk to people that or didn't already have done multifamily transactions in the past. So I started doing my own cold calling and postcards and everything. And I came across an owner that was in his 80s. Uh, he had a really nice property and we kind of uh, build a report, build a, a good connection. And I went out and I saw the property and I sat down and talked to him. And... Uh, we ended up doing a seller financing deal, but um, the creative, well, that's just a normal creative, right? What I took it a step further is I talked to him and I told him, look, I can get you the 25% down like everybody else and, and do a seller financing, but I want to hold back some money so I can do some capital uh, work, some improvement, some operation money left. So what we agreed on is that I'll put 15% down and then every quarter, I will put another $5,000 into the principal. So basically, within two years or so, he would get back to the 25% like he wanted to be. And I was able to start with a lot less cash and just basically funnel some of the cash that came from the property into the principal as we go along. I love it. That, that is awesome. I really appreciate you going into that. And if we had uh, a few more minutes, I'd talk to you more about all the direct mail and everything that you were doing because it's a, something that not everybody's doing. Most people buying multifamily are just 
having relationships with brokers. Um, so the next time you come on, let's definitely dive into how you're able to find off-market multifamily deals. The next, uh, the next part here is the book that you recommend. What would you say there? So I think uh, your audience is going to be more entrepreneurial and business owners and, and or want to be in business. So I would say every business owner in America needs to read the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. Uh, it's a fantastic book. It's not just a fluff one. It's an actual step-by-step -step system of how to run your financials in your business, which could save your uh, uh, behind. Thank you so much. That That is awesome. And that's one of the things where I've always been the entrepreneur who's um, trying to just think like 10 years ahead. And uh, every decision I make is is just for 10 years from now. And where we've, where we've uh, failed and, and run into some issues and, uh, you know, working on it now. And, you know, I'm in a good place, but I just... FYI for the listeners is it it was very stressful um, by only thinking 10 years when you think about the profit first making sure that you have a business that can sustain itself off of day one it can be very very helpful so I agree anybody who uh, is listening and is going to get into these businesses I think it's important to be a visionary and think ahead but read that book profit first so that you can make sure that you have a business that's sustainable from day one where were you five years ago, Joseph? Um, I was an employee. Okay. I was still in the software industry. I was an employee. I was driving 33, 36 miles a day each way uh, to work, basically spending two hours a day on the road. Um, that's where I was five years ago. And where will you be five years from today? Uh, if everything goes on plan, we'll have anywhere between three to 5,000 units and uh, we also have a commercial real estate brokerage that obviously focuses on multifamily. So hopefully uh, five years from now, we'll have a team of about 10 to 12 agents. And, and that's really where we want to be. So if you got the brokerage right now, so let me just ask if there's a listener and they want to have a really good broker who understands the business, uh, how do they find that company? EBGTexas.com. E as in elephant, B as in boy, G as in gross, Texas.com? As in gross margins, yes. Gross margins. <laughs> perfect. All right, perfect. And, um, and then the nor next normal question is uh, how you give back. So what would you say is the number one way that you give back? So I like to try to find ways that I can double end my uh, donation money. So one of the things I love to do is uh, calls the, the department store have those plushes that when you buy them, all proceeds go to, um, to charity. Just plush toys, uh, stuffed bears and stuffed animals. Uh, so everyone, they usually cost $5, but every once in a while they'll have a sale when they drop one of the characters into like $2 or, or, or $3. And then I'll just walk into a store and I'll buy everything they have in stock. And then I know all the money I spent on that went to charity. And then I turn around, take all those uh, uh, stuffed animals, and I drive down to our local uh, children's hospital, and I'll donate those over there. That is so, really cool. So, yeah. So, now every dollar I spent went to charity twice, basically. I love that. Thank you for, thank you for going into that. That is a creative way to, uh, to give back. I appreciate that. And the last question is, what is the one, number one, single best way for the listener to find you and get a hold of you? 
Yeah, like I said, our website is probably the best way to find us, ebgtexas.com. Um, you have my contact details over there, my phone number, my email, and my online calendar if you want to schedule a phone call. That's awesome. Really appreciate your time today, Joseph. It was great to have you. I know you'll be back on again. And until next time, my friend, think outside the box. I've got the best podcast listeners on the planet. I know this from experience because I've met most of you at some of our events. I've met thousands and thousands and thousands of you. And I love, love it when you guys come out to these events. I am going to be at Rod Cleef's boot camp on May 17th, 18th, and 19th. And this week only, we have a 25% off coupon code for you, the listener. So go to rodsbootcamp.com and use my name, Adam Adams.